0: You hear this a lot. I mean, it's very common, especially in self-help motivations. I need to be motivated. You have to have willpower. Grit and perseverance are huge and important. And it's not that those qualities are not important. It's just that the way to develop them is different than what most people think. The people who appear to have the greatest self-control actually are just tempted the least. The way to get better willpower is to design an environment that tempts you less, but not to say, let me just try harder. You build habits, and in the beginning, you develop fluency and skill and ability, and things become easier. But after a little while, once a habit has been established, the downside of having a habit is that you can do it good enough on autopilot, which means that you start to overlook your mistakes. And that's kind of the challenge of continuous improvement. It's like a cycle. You know, It starts with awareness. If you're not aware of what your habits are or what your behavior is, you don't have a chance to change it then from that awareness you go to deliberate practice where you have to effortfully try and work to get better and eventually the thing that you were deliberately practicing becomes a habit and becomes automatic but once it becomes automatic that's not the end you have to return to awareness probably the ultimate reason that habits are so important it's true like habits can help you earn more money or be more productive or lose weight but in addition to the external results that habits provide they also shape your sense of self they like are the the engine or the avenue through which you learn to believe things about yourself. Like sometimes people will say stuff like, fake it till you make it. But fake it till you make it is asking yourself to believe something without evidence for it. And you can do that for a little while, you could do it for a day or a week, but eventually, I mean, there's a word for beliefs that don't have evidence behind them, it's delusion. And if you're deluding yourself, then eventually you give up on that. But the power of doing a better habit each day or casting a little vote for that type of person is that now you have evidence to root your belief in. Uh, I think there are a few core habits that are going to serve everybody, and certainly serve me well. So, exercise is a huge one. The other, the ultimate meta habit, is reading, because if you build a habit of reading, you can solve pretty much any other problem. You want to learn how to be a better podcaster? You can read about that. You want to meditate? You can read about that. You want to learn how to make more money? You can read about that. Um, and so, what you need is to develop a habit of reading, and then whatever problem you're facing at the time, you can you have a method for solving that. Writing for me is huge. I don't actually know what I think about something until I write about it. You'll ask me something and I'll get an implicit feeling about what what that topic is. I'll have some intuition, a gut feeling about it, and I'll say whatever that feeling is driving me to say. But I don't actually know if that's what I really think. Going for a daily walk would be a huge one. When your body is moving, it's very hard for you, one, to not be active mentally. Try to be closed off mentally and be dancing physically. It's very hard to do it's really hard for your mind to be shut down I wonder about your non-conscious mind being like a bottleneck sometimes and so if you're if you're moving, if you're walking it gives your non-conscious mind something to do so you're like it gets out of the way and now you can actually like have this stuff arise or think um, in a different way than if you're sitting. Often when we set about to change something or to achieve something, the first step is almost always setting a goal. This is coming from someone like I was very goal oriented for a long time. Sometimes I would achieve those, but then sometimes I wouldn't. And so I had this question like, well, clearly I'm setting goals for both. So like that can't be the thing that determines it. And you see this a lot that the, the winners and losers in a particular domain often have the same goals. So if the winners and the losers have the same, the same goal, then the goal cannot be the thing that distinguishes the two. And the thing that distinguishes them is the process, the system behind the goal. And this is also important because achieving a goal often only changes your life for the moment. So it's like treating a symptom without treating the cause. And um, habits are are a better solution in that case because if you fix the inputs, the outputs fix themselves automatically, right? You don't have to fight uh, to have a clean room if you have clean habits. And I think that that's true in a larger sense as well. People want outcomes. They want to earn more money. Weights or be more productive or reduce stress, but the outcome is not the thing that needs to change. It's the system that precedes it. And a lot of the time advice is centered on cranking up the valve. It's like you need to try harder, you need grit, you need perseverance, you need motivation, you need to overcome the obstacles in your life. And all those things are fine, but I think they're all short-term solutions. You might be able to do that for a day or a week, but I've never consistently seen someone stick to positive habits and negative. It's really hard to fight that day in and day out. So uh, the solution, I think, is to reduce friction. There are a ton of ways you can do this. Um, one way is just to scale the habit down, make it as easy as possible. Uh, you know, say you want to get in shape, and you're like, all right, I want to run a couple days a week, but I know I should start small, so I'll only run for 15 minutes. But even that is like way bigger than what I'm talking about. I mean, it should be so small that you, in the book I call it the two minute rule, but you should downscale any habit to fit within two minutes. So it's like, all right, I want to go for a run three days a week. My habit is I put on my running shoes and I step out the door. Anything else that happens after that is just bonus. Because what you need to do is master the art of showing up. A habit must be established before it can be improved, right? If you don't establish the habit, there's nothing to optimize. If you're not showing up at the gym every day, you don't even... Who cares about what workout you're doing? You're not even there. Be the person who shows up and puts their running shoes on every day before you worry about how far you're running, what kind of workout you're doing, and all that type of stuff. If um, If you feel good, if you feel satisfied right after you do something, then it's like this positive emotional signal. and It's like, yeah, I should do this again. Behaviors that are immediately rewarded get repeated. Behaviors that are immediately punished get avoided. And it's really about the speed of how quickly you feel successful. If it feels good, you have a reason to do it again sort of like this meta habit that helps you solve all all your other problems. Start more books, quit most of them, read the great ones twice. If you start more books, you'll be exposed to more ideas. If you quit most of them, if you quit the ones that aren't relevant to you or aren't that good or just aren't a high quality bar, then you'll have the chance to start even more. And when you find the great ones, read them twice because the advice is incredible and it's potentially life changing. Every human has a body and every human has like a physical presence. So learn to use your body in some way to be more alive and to experience what that's like to be human. If you just spend all day in your head or all day staring at the screen, you only kind of get half of what it means to be alive. Community, connection, um, serving others. Personally, I have felt most engaged when I've been working on a shared mission with a group of people face to face. But I think actually I find more satisfaction in. Purpose in connecting with people face to face. I think greatness is contributing their little bit to the world. That's it, you know? Like the thing that has advanced humanity over the broad span of time is the collective knowledge that we've all accumulated or we've added together. It's like we've had a real, it started out as a very small snowball and just keeps rolling on this endless hill as humanity continues, and the accumulative knowledge gets bigger and bigger. There have been I think the numbers are there have been 107 billion people who've lived throughout history. And there are 7 billion alive right now. So the dead outnumber the living 15 to 1. When you were born, you inherit all the lessons from those 107 billion people, right? And that's true all the way down the line, right? Like we, the next generation always gets to advance based on this like ever-growing bundle uh, that we acknowledge that we come up with. And so if you, at some point throughout your life, can add just a little bit to that bundle, the rest of humanity is better for it.